Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. We have some lovely moments today together as we get to chit-chat about the new stories to heal trauma and bring humanity to the forefront. Now, when you are a 5D mystic, enlightenment, functional adult, and you're leading relationships this way, equate it to Pacha from The Emperor's New Groove and how he walks with Cusco. So Pacha is who inspires their human potential because they move to integration of the brain, which means kindness and compassion are what come out of your mouth, your ears, your every single inch. And as Pacha, again, walks the emperor, Cusco, to his palace, even though after finding out Cusco was going to allow him to die and kill him, so he lied, he didn't be like, oh, I forgave, and he lied. That's not what Pacha did. In fact, it ends with Pacha accepting that his village is going to be destroyed and that's when Cusco once again lies instead of saying, you know what, I don't want to uh, destroy your village because I realize what you shared with me at the beginning of our journey together is pretty spot on. And I wasn't thinking clearly because I was thinking only about what I wanted to do and I actually then twisted all of it around you know, the time that we spent together, I even accused you of actually trying to uh, be mean to me and to uh, actually have lied to me and that you're trying to keep me stuck. So I even made a false accusation when you actually were telling me, no, no, those people, they want to kill you. I said, no, no, you're lying because you're the liar, liar, pants on fire. You're the evil person in my story. They're going to save me for sure. And then when I find out that you were right, I, lo and hold, in my misery, accept my fate, that I'm going to be a llama, but then luckily for me, you were somewhere nearby, because of course, Pacha shook and meant it, that's what a functional adult does, it's a secure attachment figure, it's an integrated brain, again, it's a human being, this is where I, I raise my hand, I know Pacha's story, like the back of my hand, and this is not a special gift, I'm a 5D mystic, it's not a gift, mysticism is something some of us, we experience, perceive, and understand, and I can explain a certain amount of it, but I don't have enough information on the uh, hard consciousness debate and conversation that's going on within the plane of my lovely subject matter experts, our lovely subject matter experts of neuroscience and sciences, I forget, physics, quantum, so I don't know enough about that yet, but from a mystic perspective, I can share about clairs, all of the clairs, and we don't highlight anything 5D mystics as if we're anointed. That's for the medieval times. So we have 4D mystics, they're Ursulas, and they're Yzmas, and they're Cuscos. There's no Pacha in the room. Oh, there's the squirrels, by the way. Squirrels are a big deal in the 4D mystics plane. In fact, whether they are invoking the source, the universe, Akash, or God for that matter, you will notice a squirrel when you see one as the wrath of basically what they're not. God comes out of their mouth, and really you're like, I thought... Huh, wait a minute. Uh, no, you're not a devil or evil in that sense either, because that again is part of the ancient texts of people who live 3D, 4D in the mind and they don't know how to move beyond spirituality, be in the 5D plane of consciousness. The frequency of consciousness supports our ability to focus our attention on all the multidimensional aspects that show up so that we can include them in our reality. To this is your ability only if you have integration of the brain. Because I'm uh, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. So I'm conscious. 
And so when my emotions come up from my adoptive child, me, Maria, I will have been able time again and again and again, my three-year-old, to learn something. And that's because I do dharma, not karma. But karma, of course, I have karma. I take actions. But I don't do unconscious stuff, so I don't do karma. And if I react, I say I'm sorry, and I learn how to be in my green, my prefrontal cortex. So meta-awareness Focusing your attention means, oh, look, Maria's getting upset right now. I don't need to talk to myself like that, but myself, which is a verb, thank you, Daniel Siegel, by the way, faces is Daniel Siegel's, as is everything that I've learned about integration of brain, and as attachment goes as well. And so I'm trying to explain something, because Pacha is the example we're using, and he's conscious. He's a conscious lover. He's a conscious friend. He's a person who has his whole divine masculine and feminine and the divine feminine is his body so again he has the integrated brain because he has a whole self because he has secure attachment which 50 percent of the clinical u.s population has and lo and behold the therapists wonder wow but they all have relationship issues yes we will get into that there's a zero one-year-old that is the zero one-year-old of every one of us who is going to want to be seen, see me mommy, see me mommy, see me daddy, to be soothed. So this is not, you're not thinking the first year of your life, you just need a lifeline to feed you. Your, your body knows that. It's expecting contingent communication as a mammal. And this attachment system is in our brain you all have it your right brain mode is the only part online you don't have the left yet by the second year of life when you start asking why the left mode comes online and that's your top down chit chatter chit chatter so you get the filter to you and life and everything you feel all your sensations all the images all the affects they will give you the meaning of it and you won't know your own meaning until you say wait a minute did i think that my way of feeling life is too much no, no, I give it a different meaning. I give my behavior a different meaning. And that would be that I feel deeply. And I have just decided to make up, yes, my own rules. Because guess whose reality it is? From my divine feminine. And guess whose divine masculine is working up? And that's because I got a whole self, not anything different. So my lifeline will have met me with those basic human needs, one way, shape, or form. I'm not afraid to be a human being. Wow. Now that is pretty awesome. And if any of you want to get pissing your pants, please tune out right now. Because you are on a human love narrative journey. And that is not going to ever go away. And I have met plenty of those, thank you Albert Einstein, negative people who have basically a problem, objection, excuse me, for every solution, excuse me, for every one of the ways that I can explain to you your birthright is to be an integrated brain and her story of embodied self to be a human love button. And I have all of the lovely experts that I could use in my mouth, which I'm not going to because I'm not, again, trying to motivate or convince you. I inspire human potential. Those are two different words, inspiring you to be you, which is why some people, well, why would I need you? That's the point. You don't. I support you. You don't need me. You don't need me at all. You just need air. You need water, you need food. As a mammal, you do need a herd, but technically, if you're an independent one-year-old, you don't in 2024, because we don't have fear of getting kicked out. We won't 
have ourselves be brought to nature, no matter how many somebody says, no, no, go to the forest. You know what? You go to the forest. I'm good with being in the so-called, uh, what did you say, stress of life? Yeah, I'm good here. I'm not stressed at all. I like being here. I like being in a warm bed with clothes and a shower, and you want to be with your, you know, the ground. Go go have fun in the ground. I, I have fun here, and I stay actually in one place. I want to support future. I'm not going to skip out on life and helping the entire globe, however small of a difference I can make. I'm not going to skip out and walk out on humanity uh, because of something called, I don't like it. I don't like you. I don't like AI. I don't like technology. I think we're... So again, though, I, I have to share that I am uh, biased when it comes to all of the technology and AI. And from my lovely ability to tap into the sphere of consciousness, I do know about my Maria's piece. And as I discussed with one of my lovely, lovely soul sisters, we acknowledged where I come from. So I will not share that uh, necessarily. It's not important because we're talking not about mystic stuff today. This is new stories to heal trauma and bring humanity to the forefront in relationships. So I want to stay focused on people stuff. As for mystic stories, that's a different uh, arena. But if you have questions, let me know. If you want guidance for your journey with Claire's from a 5D mystic, there's paid subscription-based model content. So we also want to remember you are 5D if you're able to disengage from living out any of your past lives or future or anything you tap into as if it's a truth when I see those who dress up like Venuses and gods and deities and uh, basically pretend gurus, and I will use that word because, see, there's only one guru that's out there that I've seen, and there's reasons why he's, in my book, Maria, again, uh, the one spirituality presence that is alive, breathing and alive, and... His entire program, all of them, Inner Engineering, Shambhavi Kriya, Yoga of Grace, those are the three that I've taken. They all do one awesome thing for you. Expand your consciousness. And his Shambhavi Kriya gives you six basic exercises that will be, thank you, Stephen Porges, polyvagal theory doctor, a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises, as well as the so-called mindful meditation or mindful focus. You don't need to be believing in anything. He's not selling you a belief. He is sharing with you yoga. And no, demons don't come up, but if there are aspects, trauma memory, charges that do come up, there's need for good therapists, a person who has in their back pocket EMDR, child parts work, and somatics or and or somatic experiencing, and or sensory motor psychotherapy. Sensory motor psychotherapy, look up Pat Ogden. Somatic experiencing, look up Peter Levine. Somatics is an entire field of a type of therapy. However, those somatic therapists will inform you that dysregulated and modulated embodied individuals need a specific number of things, first of all, in their surrounding before they can potentially, when they're ready, begin to explore 
these sensations that arise because their window of tolerance not very big for whatever wants to come up. And so they first need a specific number of parameters and at the very least an initial cognitive, so only mouth talking therapy. And once they have built a rapport with those therapists and they will be getting certain things and the time that you build relationship and trust, the therapist can start saying, hey, here's the deal about your body, you know, and how and whatever, it depends how they choose to do that. There are ways. Uh, and this is all to share the 5D mystic here, as I said, enlightenment functional adults. So I'm a person who's a pacha and I got to be informed, no, educated, thanks to courses I started taking as a person who creates content to support your infinite higher human potential experience, to inspire human potential, share keys to inner growth, how to be yourself, how to follow your flow, and lo and behold, here we are again today. Now, 5D mystics, I'm here for those who want to navigate in the mysticism plane as 5D and not 4D. And that's really fun. Uh, so as I was trying to get to consciousness, it's when you have your integration of the brain capacity to be meta-aware with or without yoga. And you have your divine feminine, which supports receptive, nurturing, and soft side, allowing you to express yourself openly and helping you to connect to your intrinsic understanding of your connection to all of creation. But see, creation, using this word, doesn't make sense. So I'm going to say... When you get a handle of your body, you're working with all the trauma memory or whatever it is that's coming up. Once you are consistently kind and compassionate, like Pacha, you don't lecture people. That's when you're living the present. So you don't tell another human being like your twin flame or twin flames or soulmates, hey, you need to do life this way. Uh, you don't act like an adaptive child who's projecting their codependent type behaviors and mannerisms and living from the past, their maladaptive child is now being projected. And so if they meet a potsha, it will be witnessed. It will be processed because we're present. So we are tuning. We're not chit-chatting in our brain. What an asshole. No, you grow up to learn how not to do that. And really, nobody's really an asshole for a potsha type. But we can get frustrated with limited consciousness people. As a teenager, you can definitely... That I was like, why are they making it so hard? God make it. God made it really simple. Just love. He has Jesus. I don't understand what you're doing. Okay, so uh, as Sadhguru points out, the most precious thing is life itself. Will you uh, realize this now or only on your deathbed? Some people don't understand what it is to appreciate and do things in life. In fact, they don't have their divine masculine, their mind up to par, which supports your strong focused and active side. You can't focus if you don't know how to handle your nervous system. So to be your own safe haven, which is where a lot of people, they project. So again, they come into a room, uh, they have all the expertise in the world, and they begin to lecture you or tell you how all people need to feel about suffering, which is it's ubiquitous, or how all people need to think of the pain of people who choose to do uh, harm to themselves when they're fucking each other, that that is actually something that has to be, it's a must. Or, so any of those intellectuals, they've written books. I have some of them. And I understand that they're trying to have bystanders not share with them what is called those opinions that are stigma. Yes, that's right. So they're trying to get aspects destigmatized. 
And that's why they represent that very specific uh, topic in a very specific way. And you will already note they're a Cusco, not a Pacha, but they're a Cusco that presents a very valid number of data points to the people who will believe and follow those Cuscos. So they're giving those people, oh, see, this is my data point. When people are trying to say to believe in something, they will present to you usually, here's my data sciences people. And I'm trying to share with you all why this doesn't mean anything to a pacha. And that's because we allow ourselves, I'm going to keep reading the divine masculine, uh, allow ourselves to express every, uh, every inch of our basically willpower while helping us to bring our dreams and ideas into the form, into basically a form that will take kindness and wisdom into the picture. So let me reread this. The frequency of divine masculine supports your strong, focused, and active side, allowing it to express itself while helping us, helping you to bring your dreams and ideas into form with kindness and wisdom. Kindness, wisdom, as you heard, divine masculine, you can only have kindness and wisdom when you're using an integrated brain. Integration of your brain, left and right mode, communicate. And so left is your masculine in this case, and right is your feminine. In fact, everything that comes up from your divine feminine goes into the right mode because the first year of your human being life, like mine, only your right mode is online, and that's your zero one with the attachment. So if you've got secure attachment, you have access to potentially being the kindness version of you, staying within the wisdom of you, and therefore staying connected to that which is creation, which is pure consciousness, which is compassion, which is purusha, unconditional love, prakriti, pure energy. And that's how I'm adding up these dots. But what I really should spell out is this. You have the opportunity to remain within your birthright of restorative embodied self. And some people still use spiritual words like grace. And I'm going to use a different word. It's called you engaged in your own ventral vagal nervous system and soothe system. When somebody says, I don't like you, you don't become a person that gets like a, what's his name? Cusco or Squirrel or Ursula or Isma or anyone. So you don't get offline into your, what is going to be a defense mechanism, fight, flight, freeze, fawn, flop, drop, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. So you don't turn into a, I'm defective and ashamed of me. So this is why it's a very important thing to share with you. Every one of you has your own journey. I can only share with you my human journey, which is what I always do, and my human mystic journey. And my human journey begins with Jesus, and Jesus continues to accompany me. But the mysticism came at a certain point, and it's beautiful. And mysticism involves the whole lovely group of crystals, esotericism, metaphysics, and you know, all of the uh, archangels, and what else? I love my tarot, Akashic Records, all that. I'm not a historian on any of those topics because I don't need to know the topics to have my clairs. My clairs actually easily are accessible because I access wisdom through my divine masculine because my mind has left-right integration. I'm not non-integrated. Now, every time sensations come up, up oh, there they are. Oop, here it is, and I know how to self-regulate my nervous system, like with panic attacks, anxiety, fear, all that stuff. So the creation is not creation in the way of biblical texts. No, it's more like consciousness from the hard consciousness neuroscience physicist 
we know that part is true, and then we know Sadhguru is another way that I get to learn about Akash and consciousness, and I get to share with you, obviously, my experiences with the intelligence as I do channel guidance and bring forth, for example, when we have universal love transmission sessions, the Reiki energy, and that's not that it's a Reiki energy, it's just my Reiki mastery is my way of having began to be able to support people with their energy body if they want it. They don't have to want it. And so universal love transmission sessions, because I'm also specialized in distance healing, I don't prefer using that word, but I will at times interchangeably use it. So we don't heal you. We work with your aura and we help to support you. That's where the clearing of a charge does not mean the clearing of the behavior or of the meaning. You are the one who owns that meaning and your top down began being given to you at the age of two by those around you because at the age of two your left mode came online which is your masculine which is the chit chatter and it's not a parasite please don't objectify the parts of you they're all there to support you the only people who create very much rigid or porous boundaries are the very same people that don't acknowledge uh, the ability to be flexible adaptive coherent energized and stable in a moment where emotions arise and thoughts arise and it's uh, uncomfortable. Okay, so the 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult knows how to be uncomfortable and spell out in our relationships the direct communication. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Here's my data. Um, my story is I thought XYZDEFGHILMNOPQRSTVZ. Uh, and instead, I see that your behaviors, uh, no, this is where the meaning is also, so I have story, and then I'm going to give you the meaning of everything, which is I don't mean anything to you, you don't want anything, whatever, it depends, uh, and so your behavior is showing me that this X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G. Now, this is a functional adult, so I'm not going to shame, I'm not going to blame, I'm not going to fault, I'm not going to accuse you, I'm not going to revenge you, I'm not going to become a Cusco. I'm going to say a pot child. I shake hands and mean it. The Rumi quote, we love from heart and soul. We know no separation. Okay, so on that note, a whole person does not uh, have any interest in proving any of what we have noticed some experts try to prove uh, because one, we have no interest in proving. We have interest in expanding consciousness. So I know you're optimized Human being 101 is integration of the brain and a restorative embodied self. And that pain is not something that your body will seek because your soothe system knows it's safe to sit down with my herd and we're not in danger from animals. And this sense of safety, thank you Stephen Porges, is the only moment that love begins all without touching you. It's a safe home, safe haven. Your nervous system is not distressed. I'm not afraid. I don't need to run away anymore. I don't need to be agitated. Anxiety developed because our body is learning to protect us. It's actually even more than just fear. Okay, so all of the emotions that arise from our body, they have all of, excuse me, the six basic emotions. We all have them because they actually serve to protect our very life. While humans suffering love people, they... Uh, actually dehumanize us and they create their ancient silverback stories some of us don't so we'll see a piece of distorted 
data, but we'll understand what it's supporting consciousness to do. So when I see extreme wording, I already know that those data people are no longer data. They're actually a person who has a story. And if their story is a go, we're going to see a land of Cusco's, like flat earthers. So that's not going to be Pachas. And that's not even going to be Pachas with Cusco's. They're, they're all Cusco's. And you'll hear them talk and yell and da-da-da-da. Okay, so... That's your 4D, 3D plane. And I use words not according to dictionaries. So if you ever get confused, ask me a question and I'll expand on how I'm using it. Obviously, uh, when I share we're in a 5D plane, this is the part that is not one provable. And whenever you talk to fairly said, any data people, they will share. We are in a 3D plane existence. So I'm not going to get into any of that. When I'm saying we're in a 5D plane, it is based on mystic and the esoteric metaphysics it's based on texts websites and a timeline that those who have clairs know about and so those are the people who know what i'm talking about and those are why i share with you 5d mystics so that they can navigate over here and get out of basically having limited consciousness people speak to them alone. Of course, you're still going to tune into 4D mystics because they have between astrology and esotericism and everything that their subject matter of experience is in, but you will have at least another ear, the 5D oneness consciousness is your integrated brain. You're a pacha. You have a human love narrative in your body and your mind. This is by your ability to know it's your mammalian heritage to be a restorative embodied self people it's your mammalian heritage to have a secure attachment people it's your mammalian heritage from the good trauma experts to understand that yourself is whole when you understand it's a verb and oh not all the therapists agree with their colleagues okay so the ihp content it ain't for people who believe in the devil it ain't for people who want to believe in the religion that is yours. You believe in what you want to believe. I'm not here for your belief system. And please remember what Jesus spoke from his mouth. And that's where I will talk about Jesus because I confirmed in my years as a young person and I was shared, you don't have to do confirmation. And although I know some people say it was to the church, no, I was shared, you are choosing confirmation because you want to walk the path of the Holy Spirit with Jesus. And although, again, as a mystic, I don't fall within that path for the institution, those who know the Holy Spirit and Jesus know that I walk a path of love. And those are the people that I think of when I get sad about having this beautiful, I had a beautiful upbringing with my Catholicism, and I still have a beautiful experience when I can bring myself back to years so here's where, in my book, when I think of the concept of the one, because today it's a concept, I'm so happy, by the way, we're going to get to that, that I am so out of that. I knew I'd be happier by the day when I met my twin flames. <laughs> the one twin flame had me in a specific spot, but this is where is a good spot, because uh, that one twin flame, they supported me, and I supported them, and we still support each other. And that is, we have safety with each other in a safe haven, secure base way. And so there's a secure connection that is always going to be a place where I know I can sit 
and be myself. And they can sit and be their self. That doesn't mean we're in the same soul age group. Don't mean we see the world. No, no, not at all. In fact, completely not at all. But we are safe and in a nervous system that feels safe. That means they have my back. I have their back. Do we like everything? No, we probably in the, and when I say like, I'm talking about subjective thoughts about the world. That's what I'm talking about. Because at the end of the day, if you do have love, and here's the part of feeling physically safe, I should add, that one is always up for grabs as well. Let's be realistic. So this is something that if you're going to put on a scale the people that you feel safe with and ask somebody, do you feel 100% safe? Well, I'm going to say they have a nervous system and they have an embodied brain. I'm going to say you're asking me a question that I will not be able to answer because I can only know how my nervous system and embodied brain is going to react in any given moment of time. And even then, I don't know if I'm in a physically threatening or emotionally threatening or mentally threatening situation, how I would be able to respond. And some people don't appreciate those uh, analyses because that's where they think we let people off the hook versus we're explaining behavior has meaning for some that we will not know how they got that meaning. But beneath that meaning, we have affect, we have images, and we have sensations. And all of those, the first three years of the life of the person, including in the fetus, are not known to them. They're nonverbal. And every one of those basic emotions that arise, there's a reason for them, and the sensations that arise, and the nerve. So it's a multidimensional being. And for them to have access to their own pure state of consciousness involves kindness and compassion, moving into left-right mode brain communication, which if you have had developmental trauma, you will not have access to as easily as you may think because your right brain mode will have been impeded in its growth. The amygdala, the hippocampus, the prefrontal cortex, the connectome, interconnected connectomes, and the hippocampus. And I finally remember the fifth one. I think I, I, I need to revisit my notes. I keep on second guessing this one, but there's five areas if I remember correctly. And if not five, then four. But I get to learn this from the brain expert people, and in this case, Daniel Siegel. So those five areas, yoga supports to grow the hippocampus, to grow the prefrontal cortex, to create interconnected or the connectomes that then is interconnected, which then allows integration to happen. And the corpus callosum is also supported. So your left, right mode connector, which is the corpus callosum. If the amygdala is included, that's an important one too. So again, I'll have to revisit my, my notes from my classes. But in the meantime, those four are for sure. I remember that one. So yoga supports to integrate your brain, and it supports you with ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises. That's what people who don't learn about the brain-body relationships and all of you know great information, uh, why we have influencers saying, yoga brings the demon out of you, and I'm a Christian, and I stand for Jesus, and I know that I am the truth bearer. And you got people who believe them. And you have people who don't know about uh, other stuff, like how they're made. Okay. So pachas in a land of pachas with cuscos and all that other stuff, we will not be using our time to try to prove to people who don't know every person has a heart, that every person has a heart. And we will allow ourselves to be consciously involved in each other's lives. And that's why we get to work to be in lives with people as secure attachment figures for each other. And when we have 
Cusco's departures know how to be okay with it. Okay, so that's why we can be with people that we don't agree how they're thinking things through, but it's not for us to agree with. As long as we 99.9% think we're physically safe, that's all that's going to matter. And 99.9, because again, we can't know if there is a threat, what's going to happen. Because uh, none of us do, and we always hope that doesn't happen, right? Okay, so let's not play action movies or pretend uh, human suffering love stories that they always want to bring drama into the picture. Some of us live the healthy, integrated brain, restorative embodied self-experience. It's called the soothe system. We don't need hypervigilance. We don't want it, and we don't want to live on adrenaline rushes, not even a little bit. So we're going to disengage from getting more and more agitated by the minute when we have people who are agitated and we're going to try and ground them and get to that prefrontal cortex and get them out of structural dissociation and into a conversation. And so when you have grown-up relationships, uh, you learn a thing or two about uh, moving beyond one, the concept of, of the one, Uh, and that's where, even as a teenager, you can move easily out of concepts. And I'll start, as a kid, when I was growing up as a child, I loved those wedding dresses. I would look through all the magazines, and I learned about this thing called sacred marriage. And it wasn't based on the whole sin and devil and none of that. It was based on two people that shake hands, so like a pacha. And you know, when you look at the spirituality story for twin souls or just, you know, this whole masculine feminine, I'm going to refer back to, I think it was Sadhguru that was explaining something about a gold cord and it being cut and something like that. Okay, so there's a lot of different ways that our lovely human beings have talked about uh, this type of bond. I'm going to share it simply put, when you have a relationship with the sphere of consciousness as a 5D mystic, you know that consciousness can only expand in the presence of twos. Otherwise, I'm just going to be one energy and I will not be conscious of anything. So you will understand and experience and perceive mysticism and the plane of consciousness as a mystic, in the absence of losing your humanity, and in the awareness of knowing why healing trauma is very important for any person to be able and one, access their own wholeness, their masculine, their feminine, their divine masculine, their divine feminine, to become a healthy self-worth person, a functional adult, a pacha, a kind and compassionate human being from your integrated brain, which is your optimized inner and outer well-being, which will help you to be a lot more responsive and in a good way while people who want to live hypergenesis by becoming aware they don't you will become a person who is going to be able to actually do smart energetic conservation so many things i could say but really what it is is you're grounded in what year you live in and where you live obviously so i live in cities and i'm in the year 2024 okay I don't need to be concerned with a specific number of things that people keep wanting to address. You're going to end up in the forest. We're going to end up without internet. We're going to end up, so they're all making, you know, different types of doomsday predictions. And lo and behold, if for any reason we find ourselves in that place in the future, well, you know, some of us are like, you know what, we're going to not do what these people are doing. Thank you, Albert Einstein. We're going to stay away from people who are negative because they have a problem for every solution. They have a doomsday story, the human suffering love people. My gosh, 
It's like, why even trying then? Okay, so shut yourselves in a room. Don't go, oh, you have to work. Darn it. Uh -huh. So anyways, people who are functional adults, we like to live every day and know we're here to support each other to become the frequency of belief which supports your sense of self-worth based on who you are and your connection to this field of consciousness which will happen through you. You will be awakened to you. Ah, you know, this is the part of where with the twin flame, twin flames, the part about when people say the feminine awakens the masculine. And so in the absence of having all of the updated attachment trauma-informed stuff, I can share with you as a divine feminine and a divine masculine, as a whole self who has my oversoul, and I know who those twin flames are. So yes, I have divine masculines. I'd say I have one divine masculine, the others are masculines. And we're going to leave it at that uh, for a number of reasons. But it's only because of the awareness that I have of where those people are at. And actually, I shouldn't say one. I have at least two divine masculines. Nope. There we go. And see, there we go. So you got three, got three people in my mind that are actual capable of accessing their own divine feminine. That's why there's a difference. While those other couple of masculines out there, they have chosen to not access their divine feminine at all. And that I have had confirmation. But those masculines are in a specific soul age group. So those soul age groups is where they get to keep on embarking on that journey to uh, uncover, discover their self through the parameters that the masculine of theirs will have maintained. And here's the part. They have, in fact, access to their left mode of the brain. Uh, they disregard and disengage from having access to the right mode of their brain. And so they have disregarded and disengaged from continuing to move into becoming a functional adult. And they've stayed a Cusco. So essentially, any person, I know plenty of human suffering love narrative people. This is why. It doesn't matter if they're twin flames or not. Their titles don't change based on the transformation of what happens as we move forward in life. Because the 4D mystics, the only reason they have one come up with the entire saga is we got people who don't know how to be their own divine masculine and divine feminine. They don't know how to be their own human being 101. It's called healthy self-worth, and it's called I love myself first, and it's called I'm not confused about these words, and I don't feel cocky about it. It's called I know I'm not superior and fear to you, and that I have thoughts and feelings as a differentiated self. I can be three, one, I don't give a shit. I know that I'm here to be myself, and you, if you're remotely a potential the one, you better make me smile all the time because otherwise you're out. And no, we're not doing roller coasters because that's not what we are. Uh, life is not a roller coaster ride for some of us because we don't do hypervigilance. We don't do our survival nervous system. Uh, we don't want to live adrenaline rushes. Please, please get away from me with your mechanisms of basically just using people to have what is meaningless. When somebody just wants to fuck someone, it's like, okay, you're secondary consciousness. I don't have a person here. I have what might as well be a robot. And really, that's for those people who don't even understand that you don't need anything or anyone to orgasm. Lovely sex therapists will inform you. It's all in your brain. So all I need is access to my brain, which I do, and I use what is called my neuroplastic agent. Lo and behold, imagination. There you go. So we really do not physically need anyone. 
and in this era, 2024, that is exactly why, whether man or woman, if you have any substance within you, you will be completely disengaged from any human being that has no desire to become their whole self. If you don't have access to your divine feminine, you are not going to be a whole self to me, and I will be able to know you're not there because your emotions will not have been matured to the extent of you being able to have pleasure to live the life you're living, meaning you don't have healthy self-worth and you don't know how to regulate your nervous system. You don't know your own secure base. You don't know to launch yourself into life excitedly, go look into things. You don't know how to fly. I'm flying and been flying my entire life. That's a three-year-old whole heart. And it's not a competition, but some of us know substance. And we know when someone can have substance, chooses to disengage to substance, and I'm saying not the substance abuse. In fact, actually, they got patterns, and they won't always be substance. The shame cycle is inner critic, outer critic, and then there's a pattern. That behavior, it can be I lie all the time. It can be I chase a feeling, so I chase the rush. It can be I just want to fuck people and not, you know, like that's the part of what adrenaline is. It's meaningless, and it's only temporary. And it's not butterflies and it's not roller coaster rides or actually, this is why, as I was saying, a substance person will be uninterested in any human being who navigates life from their hypervigilant mode. And a 5D mystic, and a mystic is a very, very, I need to specify this, a feminine who's divine with their own masculine, yeah. We are not going to break down the personality, the character. We're not going to be doing any chasing around. The minute you have walked in and then out of my life, you've already shown me something. And the way you walk in and out of my life is going to tell me everything. As if you're going to not take ownership, and I know you're not even choosing to see what you're doing. And that means you're blind to your own emotional spectrum. Because no person is heartless as Pacha states. And so I'm going to know you're a Cusco, and that's why you can have potential to be your divine masculine. All the potential is there for every life to become their whole self. The divine feminines who don't learn to be their divine masculines, we won't even go into that one because I see plenty of them still looking to their entire... So again, the Twin Flame Saga serves the feminines of the story. And they don't have to be women. It's just the feminine. They have a tendency to live the depths of them and then not to be able to just tangibly use the brain of them in the mind actual place and say, okay, I would say that silence is indication of an answer. And I would say that if it's not satisfactorily to me emotionally, that's, it's a no-go. You did not fulfill my emotional needs. It's a no-go. I can fulfill my emotional needs without you which is why I can also fulfill my mental needs without you. And like I said, I can fulfill my physical needs without you. It ain't no competition. And it's not about being smarter or cocky. No. And I personally, as a woman, I'm heterosexual. I'm a solo polyamory, secure attachment human being. And I have yet to meet a human being man that I see has actual, what I've considered since I was a kid, courage. Because see... You don't have courage to step into life if you're hiding your feelings like Cusco does the entire time. And that's all that I've seen. In day-to-day, -day, you know, again, which is why my lovely twin flames and the lovely twin flame that we have so many funny stories together and uh, we still do have our lovely exchanges. 
when I think to the past, I'm like, I know exactly everything of how I personally, so mystics, you know how they say we choose everything? Well, if you know yourself, you're going to know exactly why you chose everything, which is why you don't have questions, which is why you smile and laugh like a smart ass, because you're like, you think I'm a fool? I mean, I am a fool, but I'm not that level of a fool, which is why every time I see a mystic sobbing their eyes out for their twin flame and then accusing them of shit, I'm like, what are you doing? Where's your feminine? I don't see her. What I see is a masculine from your brain. Your left mode has a top-down chit-chatter, chit-chatter. I'm seeing a human being. I'm seeing a human being project their codependent behavior and their attached cry collapse. I'm seeing a person who has trauma. And I'm seeing you're not taking any ownership of what words are coming out of your mouth and you're using mysticism and you're saying it's your own divine counterpart and you're accusing them and you're, you're doing a shit show. What are you doing? And here's my full share on why when I see 4D mystics doing their bit, they ain't no divine feminine. They only a feminine because they got clairs. And that's why they're in fact chaotic. Their boundaries, they're chaotic. They're frazzled. You know what a person who has the ambivalent attachment, they're overly hyper-stimulated in their nervous system because it's always picking up from the right mode everything to try and actually be serving other people's emotions. And they go chaos. Avoidance, they're cut off from their head to their body and they go rigid. That's what happens when you learn things. And when you see people doing the whole saga, it's like, okay, if they only got good therapy, they only got Terry Real, well, they'd be way happier with uh, Terry Real and their partner because they'd learn how to be whole people versus talking about mystic stuff and twin flames and then making it out to be a saga. But remember, there's a story for everyone. And we will talk about this in this upcoming part. The story of every subjective reality that we see out there, every teenager wants in, okay? And that's why it's not a big deal. But what I'm trying to get to help you understand is love comes from you being able to sit with safety with another human being, twin flame or not. We don't change words on people because they choose to do different things in their life. We understand as people the secure attachment because secure attachment is not avoidant or ambivalent or disorganized. So we don't go chaotic and we don't go rigid. We don't shut people out of our lives and we don't make accusations and yell at them or start screaming our heads off at them. We use the word of equanimity and then the right silence like Pacha does with Cusco. Okay, so that's where a person who has access to kindness and wisdom is a divine masculine. Wisdom's from your body and you will have access to your divine feminine because all that comes up from it you are receptive to, you can nurture, there's a soft side, you can express it. And your twin flame or flames doesn't awaken you to anything. So it's very disrespectful to talk about one of the two counterparts being the one to activate the other because uh, that's just a way of creating what are called pedestals. And that's one of the reasons why 5D mystic will totally disengage from all of it. Okay, enough about what 4D and human suffering people do. They remind me of teenagers. And the story for those teenagers would be, I do everything for everyone. Look at how many people have lied to me. They've betrayed me. Oh, I'm such a good person and all of these people are such assholes and they switch sides. So, okay, that's for those people who do that storytelling bit. Uh, it's very humorous when you meet others who do something like this. <laughs> Girls, 
if a man tells you that they only want to fuck you, that's what they mean. They're not going to change. And don't do the whole, yes, yes, I just want to have fun too, because we all know it's not true, and you got wedding bells in your head going, and all these women giggling at this one other human being, and I'm like, what? I would have said something completely different. Thank goodness, there's an honest one. Wow, you got balls. I don't want to fuck you. Bye. That's it. Because, yeah, I'm not a machine, and I don't want to fuck you, but at least you had balls. This is really great. And you do learn why men don't do that, because this is exactly what they know they will get from women. And here's where, lo and behold, when you see a relationship coach on a podcast saying, well, you know, there's men, and, and that's how they do it, and and they tell the story about how one man uh, did something, which is, oh, this woman had a rule. You have to be with me three months before I fuck you. They waited three months, and then they fucked them, and then they broke up with them. And people laugh about that. I think, wow, how do you actually look at yourself and uh, whether you're a woman or man, think of yourself as courageous? I would say there's no courage there. There's an ancient silverback, which I'm no longer living those times. I'm in 2024. So I'm wondering how many different ways can a story of human suffering people go on? Oh, wait, that's right. Thank you, Terry Real. A lot of ways. Okay, so... When you know how people do not understand good data, you know that they have a human suffering level. But Maria, the gender stereotypes are true. No, no, they're a cop-out, but that's okay. Let us leave men and women and days to their cop-out as they continue to build the confirmation of their biases with all of the people that I've seen can support them. While they do that, they do Cusco land, let's do Pacha land. And Pacha land is where functional adult relationships don't work the way that uh, people in uh, unhealed trauma, childhood trauma, they can get good therapy. They don't need to be insulting the entire human species. They don't bring humanity to the forefront. Human being right, the birthright, they say, and not all therapists agree, not all neuroscientists agree. So let me remember, remind you, there's a divide. And here's where you get human love. That's it. Integration of brain is what makes you kind and compassionate. You know why? You can only have compassion when your own nervous system is in a soothed ventral vagal nervous system. Okay, so when you're present, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable, and somebody's lying in your face like a, not a pacha, like a pacha in a Cusco, uh, like a Cusco that's to pacha, pacha knows how to shut up because he knows what's going on and he's not into playing any kind of game like that because that's the game of people who don't know how to be in their own heart. It's called, I don't have access to my right mode because my left mode is chit-chatting away and I actually do not care to become a person of my word. I care to make up a story, which is love doesn't exist and people are evil and the world is evil and there you go. Or everybody's going to lie. Everybody's going to leave me. Nobody's going to say they're not going to like me and even identify I'm the greatest piece of shit ever. All of that, you know what it sounds like to a person? Wah, wah, wah. So when I've heard, I'm protecting you. Huh, really? From who? Uh, from my own piece of shit personality. Really? That, that's not, obviously, if I was around in the first place, I don't consider you a piece of shit. And this is not a conversation that has happened in this exact way. It's happened in a different way. And uh, the minute I heard the story of, I'm not worthy. Okay, seriously, do you consider yourself a smart person? Yes? Okay, I'm going to talk sense into your ear. <laughs> and I did that. This is to a grown-up person, more grown-up than me. 
And I literally did not sit there and be like, oh, let me say, you're so right. You're not worthy, you piece of shit. You, you, like, you know, so anyways, whenever people have found that excuse, I did it because I want to protect them. I want to say any time a person will have told me how they will have hidden their feelings, I will hear those lovely trauma therapists talk about relationships. They are presenting who we are to each other. And some people get anxious. They don't know how to stand in their functional adult soothe system. And basically what it is, is meta-aware. So when I talk about having more than one lover, my polyamory lifestyle, you better bet it's always going to be something that I know is not the norm because I live in a monoamory world. And of course, there's, I might like you or might not, depending on what we agree with or not. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to be like, I'm protecting them from heartbreak. I've heard this excuse. What? You're saying you're not going to be polyamory anymore is what you're telling me. No, no, I just don't want to hurt their feelings. You haven't hurt their feelings yet. You're going to hurt them if they find out that you wanted to be polyamorous and you didn't tell them the first time. You're No, no, it's too soon. Okay, really. I would say it's never too soon if you're planning on, uh, you know, Oh, but wait a minute. Uh, that's right. Did you just want to fuck? Did you tell them that? I, I don't see any of that happening. So it's very interesting to see people think they know how to speak up when you see them not. And lo and behold, secure attachment. As a teenager, I learned very, I always spoke up. This is who I am. It ain't changing. I ain't changing. What do you want? And people are like, you're so stubborn. No, but okay. So that's what functional adults do. They don't hide who they are and they're not scared they can get worried, yeah, emotional, yes, not scared to be yourself, that sounds pretty ridiculous, I'm going to be scared if I'm physically life-threatened, not going to be scared, but see, that's because I have a whole self, okay, so when I heard the woman, this woman who's an influencer, by the way, she's got a bazillion followers, and she's talking to these women, and they're all giggling, in my heart, as a woman, I was like, wow, my gosh, even as a teenager, I was not like this. Um, and that's why I'm going to share as a teenager with my teenage boyfriend cheating on me. I didn't be like, you're a piece of shit. You know that? <laughs> no, I was like, dude, don't think I'm going to check on your phone. You didn't lose anything because if I don't trust you, I'm just going to break up with you just so you know. So um, we're young. We're growing up. It's cool. No, it wasn't cool, but we're growing up. So we're going to have situations that we get to talk about. That's what couples do. We talk about and we did talk about every time. So this is where people, you're a fool. No, I, I'm, I don't consider me a fool. I consider me a pacha. I shook a hand and meant it. That's why to me as a child growing up, I did think I would get married, but that was as a child. As I began to become a young teenager, I was like, no, I have career opportunities. I, I don't want to marry you. And with my teenage boyfriend, he wanted to get married and have children. And he now has children, one child and then his partner, but I didn't want that, I began saying, I, I don't, I don't want to get married right away, I don't want children, I want a career, I want to do stuff in my life, and that was one of those other areas where I knew we were not compatible, I, I'm going to go away for college, and I'm going to get a bachelor's, if I can't a master's, I would have gotten a PhD, I had everything, in fact, planned, and all of what I want has always come to fruition, because that's what perseverance, and what is it called? kindness, wisdom, connection to creation, you being a 5D mystic, yep, so some people say, well, why haven't you won the lottery, you know, I do know why I haven't, 
and I'm not going to explain it, but I love when people are like, you didn't manifest the richness of you. I'm pretty rich inside. Better bet I love every day of my life. I don't, I, of course I want the money. Yes, I, I knew and know exactly how priorities work. So when you are always having fun in life, you cherish what you have and you know where you're going. And so as I began to get older, FYI, with the lovely teenager, not only did I realize all the people around me didn't know how to speak truths, I didn't actually realize anything different as I got older. And the attachment and trauma-informed experts have shared with me what I will now share with you again. A person who does not have access to their divine feminine, to their body, and therefore has not access to their right mode of the brain, and they do not have, therefore, integration of the brain uh, capabilities, so they don't learn to be meta-aware. So as they are speaking to you, they don't learn how to use their mouth and to say, here's my emotions, here's my story, uh, here's what I would like to see, and so be themselves. Um, they don't know how to be in a functional adult relationship. So we Pachas will always know exactly how we're going to handle ourselves. And that will be based on a case-by-case situation because every one of those lovely relationships involves a different body. It's a different human. doesn't matter if they're a twin flame. And that's actually what we do get reminded of, by the way, as thankfully I got reminded of the ego self of human beings and got brought back down to reality because the 4D community only talks about this uh, oversoul in their spiritual terminology. So when I was reminded of it, it was in a way, it was like, fuck, I forgot about the ego self, damn you, Maria. Because as a teenager, I recognized we all lead with our own selves, rightly so. And so I was like, okay, now I've been awakened to something I had forgotten because I was completely immersed in this lovely journey as I got activated with Claire's. And so in these instances, of course, we each give each other an opportunity to awaken to something, twin flame, flames, soulmates. You get gifted things, you know. Now this one's beautiful. And that's one of my soulmates. They gifted me something special. And I'll never forget that day where I knew I was being gifted something. And it is always going to happen in the most unusual ways. So see, here's where 5D Mystic, we can't help but laugh. (laughs) Because it is most amazing when I bring in the human elements. So I was in an interaction that we can explain it. Thank you, Stephen Porges, with one of the two individuals being in their biological rudeness within a definite traumatic abandonment trauma shit response, like totally, totally offline. Okay, so an offline person. And these things last a fraction of a second. And so in this fraction of a second, on the other end, you have me. I'm a secure attachment person, restored embodied self, integration of brain, all of this. I know how to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Thank you, panic attacks, for the practice. (laughs) Oh, I knew I'd figure out you all sometime. But anyways, it's still not fun, but uh, it's okay. You understand practice is what leads you to be able to stay online. And so... I go from having what are laughs and a great, great interaction to being in the presence of what is to others going to look like something that is bad, but I'm aware of all that is trauma information. And I am immediately doing the one thing that I I was like so proud of because I was finally able to express 
kindness, compassion, wisdom of my body, but really what it is is stay online and tend to what was more important to me in that moment, which was we just had what is called a misunderstanding. And I want you to understand that we just had a misunderstanding. And so to soothe the nervous system of a person that I was engaging in conversation with, and that is a caring connection. So I'm like, shit, we just had a really big misunderstanding here. And what is obviously not controllable by the individual, because biological rudeness is not controllable. It's a reaction. And there's abandonment wounds. There's, uh, again, other things that can be included. Structural dissociation happens, stuff like that. So long story short, when you know, as a mystic, I knew in that moment because of a lot of other things uh, that came up. And that's where none of it had anything to do with this human being, but they all came up because that person said something specific as I had said something specific. And we both, in fact, gave each other the opportunity to expand. And the beauty is after the, the aftermath, I went around to share with my close-knit peeps what happened and the absurdity of it, but in a fun way because it wasn't something to say this is a bad person. Unfortunately, not all people know about equanimity land. So we know that people are very judgmental, the teenagers, the, the Cuscos, and Yzmas and Kronks and squirrels and all that. No, Kronk is not judgmental, but he's completely oblivious sometimes. So we, we, we like Pachas, people who are aware. And so any person who's trauma-informed, attachment-informed, and a 5D mystic or just a 5D functional adult will know what I'm explaining to them. They'll be like, yeah, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing that you're able to be that person and pot shot in that moment because that way you gave to a human being who does not have other people around that are secure attachment figures the opportunity to sense and see, to sense and experience something very different than what they are used to. They did not get shamed, blamed, faulted, accused, insulted, dehumanized, and treated like a piece of scum for something that is not within their control and that has its origin in their infancy and in their childhood and in unresolved trauma. And so here's why I bring to you new stories, because this is the new story that people will get to hear from me, a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult, and how your relationships especially if you want to talk to me about 5D, because Christ consciousness, forgive them, for they do not know. But you know what we also know? More than that, we don't even bother with the word. Because forgiveness, one, is like when Daniel Siegel says, the past is in the past, but you know what? It's not even that. Anytime, even as a teenager, and see, there's only one thing I've spoken out of my mouth that I regret, and I've shared this one with you. I regret it at the same time I don't because I knew this would be a very valuable lesson that I would, and in fact I did. I learned how never, ever, ever to speak words about forgiveness because once you say it, you cannot take it back. And sometimes that happens. And then there's other ways we get to bring peace to it and unravel that charge and whatnot. But it still served as one of the most, I have plenty of valuable lessons. This one is very important. And here's the other part. There's no shame when I share with you. I can share that I regret it because I know that I didn't mean it. But I don't regret it because I know that I shared it and said it and spoke it. Because in that moment, in time, 
in the way that I felt and in what I know came before and came with, that's the part. So it's not about excusing it, it's that I can explain exactly that moment of time and everything that determined, which is why it was not, you know, free will, but then again it was, but then again it wasn't. Okay, so we can go on and on about these ifs, uh, what ifs, what ifs. Um, the part that I can share is in my heart, I have no, oh, bad Maria, bad Maria. <laughs> Scold yourself for that one. No, I learned a valuable lesson and I pretty sure that if I went back, I would do it all over again because that's the part I do know exactly why it came out of my mouth, how it came out of my mouth and, uh, and how it wasn't, I'm insulting your character. It was more of, you didn't show up. You didn't show up and it's a lie. After so many years, there's no way that you actually gave no shit to showing up, but you didn't show up. You shook and you didn't. No, you, that's the part. Nobody's heartless. So that's the reason for learning how not to speak certain words because no one has uh, no heart. They always will have an excuse for why something doesn't take place. And you know what's beautiful about the people who actually want to make sure that you know that they love you and they want to make sure of it? That's, that's nice when you have pachas in your life because they know that you don't need them to say, please forgive me, I have no excuse, they already know this, these are the pachas of my life, so we know how to be pachas together, but we still will speak words with each other, and so you know when a person actually wants you to know, I did remember you on this day, and I just wasn't able to get to you, and so that's just really nice when you have, again, stuff like that happen, it's appreciated, and no person, though, that is in 5D plane will want to be using these words. Oh, tell me to forgive you. Tell me I'm sorry. It feels like people who are in a prison keeping score on a scoreboard. And they're, they're, completely, they're completely not in a one-year-old. That's the part. They don't have their one-year-old in the forefront. So they don't know how to regulate their nervous system. And when someone breaks up with them, lo and behold, or fucks them and doesn't mean to stay with them or whatever it is, here's the part about those uh, Cusco relationships and the human suffering love narrative. They have so much drama, it's not even funny. Okay, and so while those people do that, let's move into a little bit more on when you're able to be your secure attachment and a secure attachment figure, you give others the opportunity to have the encounter with a pacha, to then meet a new sensation and a new way that they're being treated as a human being and you bring in humanity. So you give them, by example, here's what an actual secure attachment figure is, one, and you're whole, you're a person, I see you and I see that you have a heart and I feel you and I feel that you're there and I will consistently and forever and always be there for you and I'm not saying it because I'm making it up I'm going to actually mean it always I will always love you so this uh, Bon Jovi song was my teenage always with my teenage boyfriend and so yes we feel the depths of emotions like anybody else of course but the human love narrative individual will have the ability to easily navigate meta-awareness. And so we don't dehumanize and we don't break down the character of a person, that we will share 
the emotion, the uh, story. So again, this one happens. We learn how not to share with closed-minded people, by the way. Okay, and with human suffering love, we really do our best to not share almost anything at a certain point uh, because they're always twisting things. Uh, but obviously, that's not going to be necessarily possible. So we have plenty of Cusco's, squirrels, Yzma's, Kronk's, Ursula's, all of it. I have plenty of all those people. So we share moments together, and at the end of the day, that's always beautiful. We learn from each other. We learn from how we support, uh, like the Dalai Lama said, how we support each other to approach life with laughter and love, not in spite of all the suffering, but actually because of it. And he says we have this kind of responsibility to bring joy into the world. We don't look at it as a responsibility. The human love group, we bring it because that's what we are. That's the new story. We get to work to support those who want to treat their own whole self. They want to heal their own trauma. They know about attachment. They know about trauma. They know, or any, they know it's not a devil or a demon. Uh, especially my mystics, uh, they don't uh, use Jesus's name and then go around dehumanizing their twin flames and, and spitting vengeance from their mouth and thinking of themselves as lighthouses and other people as not. So when we are connected, we're connected for a reason to this lovely sphere of consciousness and it's pure when it's unconditionally loving that we have people who are a lot of uh, Cusco's, we don't know that. We don't need to be creating uh, averages. What you want to every day in your life is focus on supporting the emotional plane, the mental plane, your physical plane, of course, so your health, and having 24 hours that are spent with people you love and they love you, and you're able to chit-chat about all different types of conversations. Now, this is a second recording for me because the first one was way too long and the one prior was way too humorous so i'm going to actually keep it short and we're going to open up another conversation on it in a second moment but um to close this one up as i was trying to get to grown-ups don't have this uh, pissing contest about what has taken place or not in a way of some person owing somebody else an apology. It's the most ridiculous thing when I see people using Jesus' name. And again, though, I understand it because people will remain within their own subjective reality and the human suffering love narrative. They are completely blinded to meta-awareness. They choose to disregard that they are emotional, and as those thoughts begin coming from their brain, they choose to disregard that they're doing rumination and that they're insulting another human being. And that's because they're in their story and they're in their emotional adaptive child and they have no interest to learn about how hurt people who hurt people can get a good therapist. They have only the interest to find the cheerleader that will support their story and will stand and yell at the very same whatever again okay so that's why we have the people with the twin flame saga <laughs> and that's why we have a lot of other things but for those who are looking at pacha relationships and pacha with cuscos pacha knows the right silence because we are not here to lecture anyone and that's because you know that a person's a person again their higher potential is going to come forth with the opportunity and so we inspire human potential and we can inspire each other to achieve the infinite higher human potential 
that you can consciously experience from an integrated brain. But I will not be able to motivate you to get out of your dysregulated nervous system's pattern. And that is why I will not be able to motivate you to pay attention to your behavior and the meaning and to then say, stop, stop, wait a minute, there's that song, and to say, okay, let me become meta aware of myself. This meaning, this top-down chit-chatter and this behavior, let me look at it for a minute. Am I really going to justify the squirrel's banners from Cusco or Cusco, so the Emperor's New Groove, or an Yzma? Am I going to excuse my adaptive child unhealed trauma response or reaction, excuse me, reaction, that's the karma. The response would be different. It's like, am I going to allow myself to respond to a situation? So, for example, the story I used, what was beautiful in this entire as we process both of us in a different way what took place eventually I got a sorry it was not a direct communication because see what I was trying to do was to get on an actual let's talk about this I really 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 want to talk about it eventually I led myself I really want to talk on the phone talk and they didn't want to talk but they sent something to make me aware of what they acknowledge of that reactivity and reaction, which, by the way, is not satisfactory to Pacha, because now I know I still have a Cusco in front of me who doesn't know how to speak up. And then furthermore, for me, for example, as a person who knows about uh, the importance of attachment and trauma, I wonder with curiosity, are they aware of their own self, of their own upbringing, of the, are they aware of good psych education? My brain has that one question, and that's all. And I, though, as a functional adult pacha, am not going to lecture a human being, not their parent, not anything. I'm simply a human being who can be a friend, a partner, or whatever, if you want that. And that is all. Secure attachment figures. We don't go around telling people how to live their life. But if we are going to wonder, like I said, the only thing that crosses my mind is do they know how to get out of that? Or do they feel ashamed of it again and again and again and they don't know about the good psych education? But I need to hold my tongue. Why? Because as the therapists have pointed out to me again and again and again, behavior stems from something deeper and if a person is going to become aware of their shame cycle of their dysfunctional dysregulated patterns of their trauma it's going to be because they want to because they're motivated to because they want to lead an inner and outer healthy style of life and all that and so in 2024 this is exactly where a person who's a pacha as a 5D mystic or 5D functional adult, we don't lecture people about anything. Of course, if we are consistently conversing and we're exploring topics. So when I have my mystics and our conversations, I keep on telling them about trauma and therapy. They don't like hearing it one bit, but I keep saying we're working through what our trauma charges when these ascension energies come about. And so you get to become whole self if you want. You can choose the human love narrative you know, the people who don't like hearing it. Guess what? 
they don't bring they don't bring their human suffering love narrative because Pachas will keep talking sense into Cusco's. So sooner or later, Cusco's have to suck it up, quote unquote. Uh, unfortunately, even here, if they want to ruminate their life away, they will. Uh, they will have secure attachment figures that will listen to them, but they will not make exaggerated the emotions and the breaking down of characters of people in the same way as uh, other Cusco's would. And so again, it's not a uh, straight plane, meaning that we have all the colors of the rainbow in our oversoul. Uh, it's an appreciated plane. And so with my mystics, we expand our oversoul. We don't diminish it. The people who settle into different soul age groups, they're not out of our lives. They're in our lives. Uh, when it comes to Claire's, of course, you will keep on having plenty of interactions uh, in your life as long as you are open with love and kindness, which is obviously going to happen if you're an integrated brain. And it's not overwhelming because the only people who are overwhelmed by love are the very same people who don't know how to be in their central vagal nervous system because they don't believe. The aspect of moving into physical mastery, this one is actually fascinating when it starts to take place, but it's not for this episode. So relationships, they're people, as people who love each other like a pacha will always tell you. So again, nobody needs to ask, they're sorry, nobody needs to do anything. We are just in each other's lives because we enjoy each other. And that's why whether you're a polyamorous or monoamorous person, you have secure attachment in the forefront, you're going to speak your words, heart, all of it. You're not going to hide stuff and lie about it uh, like a Cusco does. If you're a Cusco, you have a pacha that shows you how you want to behave, which is I'm going to speak up and I'm going to treat all people as different people than I am. And that's uh, something I want to do. I want to work with my, my way of my manners. People who have a shame cycle, they get out of, uh, if they have alcohol, drugs, and sex, and food, if they have anything compulsive, they're going to be like, I want to get out of this. Once they meet the secure attachment figure, that's their opportunity. They're going to see them as whole and share with them inner and outer well-being, see them as whole again as they see a very clear gaze. They will have no other option except for, I'm either going to keep on doing this, and so some people do. They enjoy to be nurtured and supported, but they don't move out of their not very great, um, you know, choices. However, one thing that any 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult knows, because we are one with consciousness, life, it always leads you to more life. And, you know, Sadhguru has this quote, he says, life will keep trying to get you to live. Uh, if you're crawling by the end of your life, that's because you chose to disregard it. And so when you see that the maladaptive adaptive child responses, those who have trauma, they're not doing great. Some of them have compulsive shame cycles. They're with childhood trauma type personalities, the doer, the hostile, the darkness, uh, the ghost, uh, the are we good. This is Patrick Tiahan's list, only five out of others that exist. Uh, the lovely therapist explain how perfectionism uh, hurts a person and how it tires them out. Gabor Matei, he talks to you about how you are supposed to be lovingly accepted and then to not have to work for love and to be able to express all your emotions, not have them suppressed and why it's not good to be a nice guy or a nice gal. And he's talking about basically the people who are, are we good? And so you're going to be doing, but with a way of being stressed. So there's all these great trauma therapists that are trying to share with people or physics. I think 
physician is what Gabor Mate might be, I forget, but um, there's plenty of people out there, so many good sources. And I was thinking of another one, another example to give you all, but it slipped my brain. So a uh, 12-step program lady, as she said, when she had the experience of one of her exes, I think, came out, but he wasn't able to maintain his choice. Uh, she says, you're the one who motivates you to get out of that dysfunctional, dysregulated pattern, and it's only if you want it. And here's why the uh, wanting it for yourself is really great. Being motivated to want it for another, also great, however, secondary. Because if you get a pacha, awesome. Because you have a person who shook your hand, means it, they unconditionally love you. You will see them rejoice with compersion, by the way, because we love with compersion, my poly secure people, uh, and just anybody who truly loves because you know how you're happy for everyone. So like my teenage boyfriend, I was not unhappy for them. I was sad. I knew I would process my sadness, but I was happy that they found what they wanted. Was I happy to hear how they were doing in life? No, but that's because I could see what they could have become, how I would have supported them. But see, I'm not comparing myself. I'm not in a relation. I was not. That's the part when I would hear things. I'm like, well, you know, I knew where they had areas that they wanted somebody else to take the charge. And that's not how life works. You are the one who takes charge. I support you. And you then fly away, go have fun, do your shit, and you come back and then, wow, look what I did. I'll never forget one of the first interactions we got to have at a certain point, finally, as they criticized their own self because they didn't improve their own ability to use the language, a secondary language. And I thought, that's so sad that you didn't continue to pursue that in my head. I didn't say it out loud. In the meantime, they had me and lovely partner exchange numbers, and I found that to be beautiful because I enjoyed beginning to be able to communicate with them again and to become friends again. But the part where would be able to ever, and in fact, to this day, the only time this person does speak to me is when the lovely partner is present. And so that is something that I have grown accustomed to, and really I have a relationship with her. She is the person who is in charge. He is the person who is the, I am happy to be here with this person and to have created what is motivating me every day and giving me meaning in life. Okay, so this is why some people, they don't move beyond the concept of the one. They are in the concept of, I have the meaning of my life. And in fact, humanity sucks, life sucks, but I have around me the most important and most valuable. And, and you know, this is the part though, relationships are what make your day tick. However, as I was saying, if it's bond or certainty, if it's removed from you, then we have a tower that crumbles and it's not funny to say at all. In fact, it's never ever anything that any person wishes upon anyone. And when you do understand, so I know some people that they did, they got, they got their partner taken away, they got left with child and children some, and you know that they are not doing well. And that's because they're suffering. And you know, from the attachment trauma-informed people, they could ruminate and then leave. They don't have to be. If you are out of, if, and that is the reason why people think you have to suffer. No, you don't. You don't have to suffer. When you learn how your brain works, but you have to learn 
also to be able to use meta-awareness you have a body and the embodied brain is what comes first so your first year of life if you did not have the ability to be securely attached you need to get there first meaning you need to be aware of what your attachment category is because that will tell you how your lovely nervous system calibrated and again why it would be so challenging for you to access your feminine your right mode stuff and that way you'd be like oh okay that's why the depth of despair when i'm you know sitting here and i nothing's even happened yet but i feel like i'm about to die and so we're going to leave that alone but uh when people find out about how humans are made thank goodness technology got us to be able to know about attachment system and the right and left mode and we're still learning more about it and so yeah when you can be a secure attachment figure for somebody who will not in a million years perhaps ever be treated like a person because all these other non-disciples this is all 4d mystics they're non-disciples when they tell you that there's spiritual warfare just staying they're in a belief system if you're in that you're in a pseudo live teenager land what I see when I look outside is human beings and they have trauma if they don't know how to be pachas because all the Cuscos have something going on and it's I'm going to lie through my teeth while I have feelings going on and so they have some sort of trauma because there's non-bilateral, no integration on the two sides, something's going on. Uh, they can lie to their, through their teeth and think it's funny. We, we're going to know you're not heartless and who knows what shit went on for you to be here doing that. Uh, we just know we're not going to shame, blame, fault, or revenge you because there's no need. If you represent any type of threat for our society, we have laws. That's all. Everything else is basically going through transformation as we speak. Lifestyle choices, the way people decide schools, all these things. So the, the, the functional adult enlightenment soul age group person, I should specify, is going to be interested in how do we get to keep life moving forward, which means the globe and humans. We look outside, we see a human being. They have a heart. And if they don't know how to use it, it's because they're not connected to the right mode. So they're feminine. They don't know what emotions are yet. They haven't discovered their own emotional plane. How can they love? They don't know how to love themselves. We're not going to ask them to love us. They don't know how to love their self. The way they treat us will show us what they know about love. And like I said, some people, they find only one human being gives the meaning. And that's not really unconditional love. It's more like conditional. You gave me meaning and now I will grovel at your feet and do everything you want and I will be so afraid to lose you when my attached panicky thing happens. It's called primal attached panic. I will, I will lose it and I will cling to you and I will hope that you come back to me and stay with me forever and ever and ever and people will succeed, some of them. Others will find others and, and there's, you know, again, solace for those. So... There are different types of, uh, of course, independent romantic relationships. You'll always notice because both and or more partner or partners, again, are flourishing by the minute. They support each other by being safe haven and secure bases. That means we are going to, like a pacha, share smiles. And unlike, though, the whole story of Cusco. Uh, because humans, we do it different. We're going to smile and see how happy you are, and we are going to also slowly disengage from thinking of what could have been, because that's not for us. Again, humanly speaking, all people choose where they're happy, and if you find meaning in life behind one person, as long as that person is with you, then you're going to be able to keep moving forward. 
when we have human suffering love narratives, we know they go to their 4D mystics and they start breaking into like, you know, all the, ah, all those stages and everything else. And so they have a whole story for you. The other aspect is um, every one of us, if you move beyond the spirituality concepts, understands that just by moving beyond it doesn't mean you're saying it's not a truth. Uh, adaptive children don't understand. We are okay with subjective opinions and realities, all that. It's words coming out of the mouth of a person. Our bodies are not endangered. Our brains are not endangered. Our human species is not endangered. Our culture is not endangered. Nothing's endangered. And this whole idea is like, you know, with technology, we're being able to save species. I know some of that's technology. Well, you know, it's, I mean, you, you have an outlook. My outlook is, God, you gave us the ability to learn our brains and know how to learn. We build science. Oh, look, the stars are not going to live forever. I'm so happy we have sciences. You know what? I do want to live, uh, basically. So I'm going to think of the future who might need to get off this planet, and that's it. I'm not going to say, ah, oh, that's, they're taking away our divinity. Uh, okay, that sounds egoic in the head of a person who's like, what are you talking about? Consciousness is an energy. It's not a divinity. And uh, why are you talking about AI as a monster? Don't you know what you're using to speak with a microphone? You, you didn't have it way back when. Uh, is that a monster? Because I'm pretty sure the box with radio and then TV, didn't they, you know, like there's a whole way we could look at technology and how people reacted to it. So I'm going to say it's about perspective and what you're choosing to hone in on or not. And, you know, again, relationships, the same thing here. If you don't actually have the awareness of, I chose to spend time with you, I'm not going to diss me and say, I chose wrong, one. That's, uh, you know, that's actually something I think is a lie because I would be thinking that I don't know how to use my brain. Then again, Again, if I do have childhood trauma, I want to learn first to use my brain because I don't have access to that right brain stuff, right? So the good therapists help you to become an adult and actually lead your compass. Uh, nope, no codependent type. Nope, you're not, you're not a go. You're not a go. You're not a go. So some people need that direction. We, we acknowledge this, which is why it's good when they meet secure attachment figures like us because they'll say, don't let people treat you like shit. That ain't right. Don't, don't let them talk to you. That's not right. Yeah, you got flaws. I see them. I got flaws too. That's bullshit. That's what a pacha will continue telling anyone who comes in. They're, they're treating me this way. The people who will take and learn from it will become pachas. The people who will just use it and say Cusco's, they still like to hear it. But they won't come with the suffering tale with you. Because they will go to the Cusco's to, to share that drama shit. They, they come to us just, oh, I feel good again. My nervous system, ah. Because that's actually what they're getting. They're getting a hit of soothe system. And I'm not even kidding you. Because there are people. They just like the nurture part. Everything else, I'm not going to do that. So life gets to keep doing that part. And we will know. But uh, for us to be continued, we're always happy that there's so many hands on deck. All the great trauma therapists are out there. So I know every person who has a compulsive shame cycle will be able to find them. Like the 12-step lady program. And so some good integration between the spiritual spirituality and human concepts and elements and then i know you know said guru he's out there and then we got you know daniel siegel bezel vanderkoek uh, we got gabor mate so there's all these great people the, the 4d mystics they're giving people the cheerleaders and the cheer squad and, and that's great they find meaning so they have you know the whole 
traditional cults, culty cults, ethical cults. And that's really awesome. So there you go. Everything's settled. We get to talk about how it is to actually be emotionally mature, how to get there, use your mindset, inner growth. We get to do something a little bit different. And at the same time, it's all the same as we're all doing life. So we don't stand out from the crowd. We inspire human potential together. We all just use different words to do it and different stories. Here's where the story we're going to close off with is be kind and compassionate, please. Be pachas in this world. We need pachas. We want pachas. Plus, it's your mammalian heritage. It's your birthright to be kind and compassionate because it's your birthright to be an integrated brain, restored embodied self. And if you don't know how to get there, I can support you. And if we need extra help, we know where to find it. And no, it's not in the magical fairyland. Uh, although Reiki is beautiful as something to support you, but it's not theirs. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about the good therapy with EMDR, child parts work, and somatics and sensory motor because they have a lot more um, those tools. They have a lot more good instruments and networks. Reiki is good, but for some things we want good technology. We want the people who know how to look, and there's plenty of them in the mental health community, and there's plenty that will help as much as they can. They might not be able to offer free services, but they will help us to get in touch with the right people. That's what you know about the people who want to help. They don't tell you, you have to do it my way or the highway. They will tell you, we have a lot of people, all of them. They won't be like, I'm special. I have a key. Without me, nothing. There are, there are 4D mystics. It's sad to say, they, they literally feel this way about themselves. That without them, humanity will potentially be not safe. That's ridiculous. Any person who actually has this idea. So here's why the mystics are spiritually bypassers. Because they have clairs, they actually think it's a special gift. They don't like to hear from sciences when they're studying it. No, no, oh no, they're trying to take away our divinity. Really? Uh, it's a collaborative effort, people. What are you doing? So, uh, Pachas will always see what a Pacha is, and then we will see what a Cusco is. And again, we, we work together, though. Pacha, Cusco land. So, humanity, bringing it to the forefront. We're doing that. We've been doing it. And uh, healing trauma, very important. So, the new stories... Ours are always and have been human love, but we'll keep on moving even further more into it. And I hope that you can enjoy your lovely functional adult relationships as we move into, you know, more about emotional maturity, building regulation skills and all of this. So have a great day.